Well, welcome back to our podcast. I'm here with Jerry Wyant, and my name is Jim Hughes, and this is The Gospel According to Jesus. And if you're a believer out there and you're listening to us, we are so encouraged by your salvation. We want you to be encouraged by your salvation. The fact that you've given your life to Christ and you've committed yourself to Christ is the greatest thing that you'll ever do in your life. And I want to make that so clear to people because as we look out the world and we see what's going on, sometimes it gets a little bit of a, of a turndown on our spirits. But know this, that Jesus said that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and there's no greater joy than to know that you're going to spend eternity with him. The Bible says that there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And if you're not following Christ and you're listening to this message, we encourage you to listen and give your life to Christ. Commit your life to him. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and invite him into your heart. The Bible says that he stands at the door of your heart and he knocks. And if you'll open that door, open your heart to him. He will give you a new life. Jerry, I want to open up God's word today, and I want us to think about a couple of scriptures. And the first one is Ecclesiastes 12, and it says, the conclusion, when all has been heard, is fear God and keep his commandments. Because this applies to every person. Verse 14, for God will bring every act of judgment, everything which is hidden, and whether is good or bad, he will bring it known. And our second scripture is, we've already read this scripture. This is a carryover from our last podcast. It's the second letter to the church at Thessalonica that Paul is writing. And he's writing this letter for a number of reasons. And we're going to go into some of that here today. It says, now we ask you, brothers and sisters, regarding the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and the gathering together of him, that you not be quickly shaken from your composure or be disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter as if from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. And so this whole letter was written to this church. This second letter was written to this church because there was a lot of people that were telling this church that Jesus had already come back a second time and that it was over and that they were basically not with him and they were not going to be able to be with him. And so he's trying to address this in a couple of different ways. He says, let no one deceive you in any way for this day of the Lord that he's talking about, for it will not come unless the apostasy comes first. And the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship, and that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. Do you not remember that while I was still with you, I was telling you of these things. And you know what restrains him now, and that he will be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he's removed. And so we're going to go back up and we're going to talk about the apostasy. And what does that mean when the apostasy comes first? Our theme scripture is Amos 8.11. I really want us to listen to this because we need to hear what the Word of God is saying to us, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us in these last days. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or a thirst for water, but rather for hearing the words of the Lord. So our last podcast, we asked the question, Jerry, if you remember, we asked, is the United States of America under judgment? And today we're going to talk about the second part of that which is the apostasy, and what the apostasy means. And so, Jerry, as we carry this, mass, this message on, there's some interesting biblical observations I want us to go through. 
understanding what apostasy means, apostasy means a falling away. It means that those that once walked are no longer walking with God. Let's kind of go through some history here. The Bible is so rich in history. The Bible talks about cities. It's, it speaks of cities and nations and countries. And I can give you some examples, such as in the Middle East, it talks about Israel. It talks about Egypt. It talks about Turkey. It talks about Italy, Greece. And it talks about cities such as Ephesus and Rome and Corinth. Some scholars believe that Gog and Magog mentioned in Ezekiel is the land of Russia and Ukraine. It's very clear that God talked about certain areas of our world in the scripture. And we're talking about the United States of America, and we're talking about an apostasy or a falling away from the faith. And I want us to think about something as I, as I talk about this. All these cities and all these countries that are mentioned in the Bible, Israel, Jerusalem, are, are clearly mentioned in the Bible, clearly a place for the Jews, even though contrary to what you might see on the news and contrary to them being called people that are in a land that doesn't belong to them, that is their land. And it's very clear in the scripture. But one of the scariest things, Jerry, that I find in reading the Bible is that our country, the United States of America, our cities are not spoken about in the scripture. Have you ever wondered about that? Have you ever thought about that? When you're going through and reading the Word of God and you read about these cities and these places you know, in the world, and yet the greatest place that the, the gospel has been preached more often to more countries, the gospel has, has been, and more missionaries have come out of America than any other place in the world, probably up until just recently, and yet this place is not mentioned in the Bible. That's kind of scary. I don't know about you, those of you that are listening to this podcast right now, but that's that's kind of scary. Where Paul is speaking about here is he's talking about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ in this letter to this church. Listen to this verse, verse 3. It says, No one is to deceive you in any way, for it will not come, talking about the Lord's return. We believe the Lord's return is for the church. A lot of us believe that it's going to come before the tribulation period that's spoken about in, in Revelations. But the coming of the church, that this will not come, this will not happen, we will not see it take place until there is an apostasy. This apostasy comes first. So what is Paul saying? He is saying that an apostasy is to come first before Christ comes to rescue his bride. We talked about earlier, apostasy means an act of refusing to continue to follow and to obey. Apostasy is, in Christianity, is the rejection of Christianity by someone who formerly was a Christian. Really, it means to fall away from believing the basic tenets of biblical Christianity, such as Jesus is the only way to heaven, repenting of your sins, living a life in Christ, having to be born again, believing what the Bible says and that the gospel has to be preached. How familiar is that today? Well, we're not hearing a lot of that. We don't see a lot of that in our churches. We, we see another gospel being preached. We see it on TV. We see it in the world. We see it talked about. Christians can live ever, however they want to live, whatever they want to do, however they want to act, however they want to talk, whatever they want to do, they can do. So, Jerry, I, I sent you this, but on a news program, there was in the in the crawl underneath these two people that were speaking on this news program, it says, Democrats, abortion is a blessing and an act of love. That, ladies and gentlemen, is an apostasy. 
That is falling away from the faith. Those people that talk about this in the way that they talk about it, they say that they're believers. They say that they go to church or to mass or whatever, and yet they believe something like this, that an abortion, taking the life of a baby, is a blessing and an act of love. So, Jerry, and is our nation, which was once said to be Christian, in apostasy? Jim, it's getting pretty darn close, my brother. Let me add a few things to what you just said about uh, abortion being a blessing. It's uh, That just hurts my heart. Listening to that, when I read it, it just brings tears to my eyes. I read a little website called churchleaders.com. Just this last week, over the last seven days, I want to read you some of the headlines. A new church in Missouri introduces people to Jesus with beer. They actually are in a bar serving beer during church. Now, you gotta so be just kidding listen me. to these things. The Well, a United Methodist Church in Defiance, Missouri, meets in a place some Christian believe is wrong to even step foot into, let alone be seen worshiping in. In California, minors can now hide gender-affirming care and abortions from parents under a new law. Such services include treatment for mental health, substance abuse, intimate partner violence, sexual and reproductive health, including abortion, and gender-affirming care, including hormone treatments for gender transition. Insurance companies can no longer require parental authorization of such care. Plus, they must direct communications about services to the child and can't share information with parents unless the child consents. Jim, that's not an adult. That is people under the age 17 and under. They don't have to let their parents know what they're doing. How sad is that? It's away from God's Bible where we're required to raise our children. Jesse Duplantis, everybody knows probably who Jesse Duplantis is. He claims donations can help speed the return of Christ. That donations can help speed the return of Christ because the more money you give to his ministry, the more he can preach it to the world. And that way, God, Jesus will come back quicker. The FBI says that the United States murders have increased by almost 30% in 2020. People are killing people. No regard for human life. And they're to top it all off, and this will be the last one, we have two pastors whose wives are porn stars. There's one called New Beginnings Church in New York. The wife is a porn star. The other is Living Faith Church in California. And their slogan is, A Church for Sinners by Sinners. Well, that sounds good on the outside, but she's a full-blown porn queen. I mean, have we gotten crazy? Wow. You know, apostasy is really uh, rejecting Christ and what he taught. And then no one who claims to be a Christian wakes up one morning and suddenly decides, you know, I'm going to become apostate. Instead, it's a slow, gradual drift over time where the heart becomes harder, the conscience more calloused, and the sensitivity to the things of God are numbed. Matthew 24, 10 through 12 says, 10 says, at that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. 11 says, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. 12, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. 
In Revelation 2, 4 and 5, 4 says, But I have this against you. You have abandoned your first love. 5 says, Therefore, keep in mind how far you have fallen. Repent and perform the deeds you did at first. There's a, there's a progression. Here's a church that's serving God, Church of Ephesus. And Jesus says, I have this against you. And he lists the good things they did. But he says, you've left your first love. And, you know, there's a song in King and Country that says, I believe it's King and Country, and it says, we get so busy doing for Jesus if we forget who we're doing it for. And oftentimes we get busy with the Amen. doctrine and the different things that are going on in the church, and we forget to love Jesus. And that's really become the key. I have uh, Hebrews 6, 4 through 6, it says, it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened to have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, and then have fallen away to be restored to repentance because they themselves are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to open shame. Are we in apostasy, Jim? Yes, we're going very quickly in that direction. Even 10 years ago, I would never thought we'd be in the place that we are today, but we are. We are becoming very apostate. Yeah, yeah Jerry, that was some great insight. And I, it's amazing. And what you said about it doesn't come in like a bang. It doesn't come in where you're righteous and then all of a sudden you're not. It, it comes in slowly, handing out beer to the congregation. Yeah, having porn stars as pastor's wives, we're supposed to come out from among them, be ye separate, saith the Lord. That is the difference. We, we should be showing a difference. You know, I'm going to read the scripture in 1 Timothy 4, but the Spirit, this is the Spirit of God. The Spirit explicitly says that in the latter times, some will fall away from the faith. Now, pay, now, now listen to this. Paying attention to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Jerry, what you just talked about and what you just said, that is the teaching of demonic forces. Verse 2, by means of the hypocrisy of liars, seared their own conscience as with a branding iron. Look, if we look at what this country is turning into, the ungodliness is rampant. What was good is now evil, and what is evil is now good, and we have... 25 different genders. I'm going to tell you something, folks. Any of those people that are listening to this podcast right now, wherever you're listening, we do not have more than two genders. It's male and female. The scripture says he made them male and female. Whatever the world says about this is wrong. I can say that explicitly. It is wrong. The scripture is very clear about this. We have to turn away from this ungodliness. This Turning away from the faith that's happening all around us, just like Jerry was talking about, is exponentially getting faster and more blatant. It's amazing. When you read that scripture that we read last time, Jerry, it says in Jude verse 7, Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them, since they are in the same way as these angels indulged in sexual perversion and went after strange flesh, does that sound familiar to you, are exhibited as an example, undergoing the punishment of eternal fire. I'm going to tell you something. 
that advertisement that we see on the TV sometimes, it says, are you going to heaven or not? Well, that's watered down. It should be saying, are you going to heaven or are you going to hell? I mean, those are the only two options. And the only way that you're going to miss hell is through Christ. The Bible says that Jesus is going to return for a bride that is without spot or wrinkle. Our next message is going to be about birth pangs. And Jesus spoke about this. And those of you women that are listening to this, you're going to understand what this really means. But Jesus was really trying to bring this point home when he starts talking about birth pangs. Is the U.S. in apostasy? Meaning, has it started or is it now falling away from the faith in Jesus? Well, I, I think myself and Jerry has made that pretty clear. Just watch the news. The world's going to do what the world's going to do. We're, we're supposed to be an influence, although I don't think in America the church is a very strong influence right now. I'm talking about looking inward into the church. The scripture says that judgment begins in the house of God. We have to look within ourselves what's going on. No, you can't ask for donations and say that if you donate to my ministry, Jesus' return will be expedited. You can't say things like that. We have to understand that there's an apostasy going on, but we also have to understand that there's a way out. That way is through Jesus Christ. I know this has been a tough message. Jerry, this is coming across. I mean, I told you, I called you. I said, hey, we're not going to be able to do this podcast because I've got to... I've got to take a bunch of this out because I don't want to come across. And I know Jerry's heart, his heart is to see people saved. And my heart is to see people saved. Our heart is not to come across tough. But look, we're in a dire situation, I believe, in the body of Christ. And that dire situation requires us to be very firm. And we've done that today. But we want to tell you something. God loves you. God cares about you. God has a plan for your life. It's very clear in Scripture, as I mentioned when we opened up this podcast, that those that are in Christ Jesus, it's fabulous. It's wonderful. The fact that you know your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you know you're going to spend eternity with Him in heaven, that is powerful. You can know that today. You can know that you know that you know that you're going to make it to heaven. Jerry, if you want to close out and just give an encouraging message about the gospel and what people need to do to be saved, they need to understand that it, that there is a way out of this, that this isn't written in stone, that this has to happen to people that they just have no hope. They have hope. What is that hope? Amen. That hope is Jesus. And I like in that gem too. I remember when I met, you know, my wife, Nancy, what precious lady she was. And I was a mess. I had been broken. I've gone through so much junk and heartache. And and I remember when I first met her, how I I could talk on the phone for three hours because I loved her. I could hold her hand for hours. I could be next to her just to have her close to me. It was just a, an awesome feeling for that love. Well, that's the same love that Jesus is talking about in Revelations when he's speaking to the church of Ephesus. They forgot their first love. We have to get back to that love, that very love that we feel that we can sit and pray. If I could talk to my wife on the phone for three hours, I sure can talk to the one who forgave me, who set me free, who loves me unconditionally, who does all these wonderful things in my life. I can certainly spend a little bit of time each day 
getting to know him and being close to him and feeling the the wonderful his wonderful presence is very similar to how I felt with my wife. And we have to get back to that first love again, because if we don't, we'll start listening to wrong voices, wrong thoughts, wrong ideas. What's preached from the pulpit may not line up with God's word. And it's so important that we know God's word and he loves us and he wants us to be his. So walk with him and see the benefits and the wonderful fruit that comes out of your life as you do. Amen. You who are listening, if you're in a church that believes the gospel does not need to be preached and that people do not need to be saved, I'm going to tell you something. Get out. Get out of that church. If you're in a church where it's not being preached, what Jerry just talked about, that love relationship with God, when you have that love relationship with God, you're going to want to tell people about it. It's just like I mentioned last time. If you had a cure for cancer, you knew for a fact everybody that had cancer, if they would just listen to you, this cure that you had, and you held it and didn't tell anybody, how would you feel? Well, that's what it is with the gospel. You have this message of hope, of peace, of forgiveness of sins. You have to tell people. Find a church, or let me tell you something, start a church. Start a Bible study in your home. Those letters that we read about that Paul is writing, he's addressing this to home meetings, to people that are having churches and meetings in their homes. That can happen today. If, if you're in a church where you're not sensing the presence of God, you're not sensing that God is there, it's just dead letter, get out, find a church that is preaching the Word of God, or, or start a church. Jerry says this every time. If you want to get to know God, you have to read your Bible. You have to understand what God is saying to you, and you have to pray. You have to seek God. Talk to Him. Ask Him to reveal Himself to you. He will. He's not hiding from you. He's not trying to make it difficult for you. All those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's very clear. Until next time, I just want to close out this podcast with with a very encouraging word. God is so in love with you. He gave His only begotten Son. Turn to Him and he will make your life different. And so if you want to to reach out to us, we have our emails, mine's jimhue71 at hotmail.com. And Jerry? ETL, praise the Lord, Wyant, W-Y-A-N-T at AOL.com. Well, amen. Until next time, God bless you. Thanks for listening.